The reading is Luke chapter 19, verses 28 to 42. When Jesus had finished saying all this, he went on toward Jerusalem. As he was getting near Bethpage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples on ahead. He told them, Go into the next village, where you will find a young donkey that has never been ridden. Untie the donkey and bring it here. If anyone asks why you're doing that, just say, The Lord needs it. They went off and found everything just as Jesus had said. While they were untying the donkey, its owners asked, Why are you doing that? They answered, The Lord needs it. Then they led the donkey to Jesus. They put some of their clothes on its back and helped Jesus get on. And as he rode along, the people spread clothes on the road in front of him. When Jesus was starting down the Mount of Olives, this large crowd of disciples were happy and praised God because of all the miracles they had seen. They shouted, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory to God. Some feces in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, may your disciples stop shouting. But Jesus answered, If they keep quiet, these stones will start shouting. When Jesus came closer and could see Jerusalem, he cried and said, It is too bad that today your people don't know what will bring them peace. Now is this hidden from them? So now you know all about what Palm Sunday is about. So let's have the first picture, if we can. There we go. What's Palm Sunday all about? Let's have the second picture, shall we? Is it all about the palms? What do you think? Do you know what palms kind of represented? Why they had palms in Palm Sunday at all? Anybody know? Any thoughts? You might remember from what was said. Because you know it all now, really. Wonderful. What do you think the palms were for? To put them down in front of Jesus. Fantastic. They made like a, you know, like the red carpet, isn't it? Like the red carpet at a royal event or at a, at a film premiere. They kind of laid their cloaks and laid their, their palm branches. They kind of broke them off. I don't know whether they're in trouble for doing that, but they kind of broke them off and they made this. And also they did all sorts of different things. What have we been doing with palm branches today? Well, kind of palm branches, palm crosses, and, and those wonderful things. Thanks very much for the Evans family for um, being inspired by making those wonderful wavy things. We waved them, didn't they? And I suppose really that they used them to kind of signify that he was he was very important. And they kind of did like we do with flags. They kind of they waved them. They grabbed what was around, didn't they? And they said, "Praise be blessed in who comes in, the, comes in the name of the Lord." So partly it's to do with palm branches. But to be honest, although Palm Sunday we call it Palm Sunday in honour of palm it's not actually the most important thing because in some of the versions they don't even mention them to be fair but it is obviously still quite an important part of Palm Sunday let's go on to the next thing is it all about the people who were the people on Palm Sunday that were mentioned in the Bible Anybody can mention people What was that was gathered because of Passover? Because it was actually already a bit of a party going on. They were going towards Jerusalem for Passover. So were there quite a few people there? Yeah? You could call it a crowd, couldn't you, really? There was a vast number of people. And they, what were they doing, the crowd around Jesus? What, they were, what were they doing? Yep. Amanda, oh, yes. Here we go. What were the crowd doing? What were they doing? Um, 
They were praising the Lord. Fantastic, that's right. They were praising the Lord, weren't they? At the beginning, they were praising the Lord and they were waving their palm branches. And that's brilliant because the people were praising God. So we could say that Palm Sunday is all about the people praising God. But do you remember what happened later on? It's not actually in this bit of the story, but it all went a little bit haywire, didn't it? Because later on, the people who were praising Jesus, did they carry on praising Jesus throughout the week of Holy Week? No, it all went horribly wrong. And partly because of the next P. Okay, I'm, I'm doing, you can see this P theme going on, okay, right? The next P is Pharisees. Is it all about the Pharisees? No, it's definitely not all about the Pharisees. The Pharisees were the people who kept on arguing. If you look in the Bible, there is Pharisees and teachers of the law. And, and in the Bible, whenever Jesus has hassle, it's with these people, isn't it? It's the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. And he'll say something and then they'll get back to him. And the, Have you ever heard people like that really argumentative? Mm, really argumentative. And I think the Pharisees are not only argumentative, but they're actually quite jealous because they actually really want to have the praise, they want to have the worship because they're like, I suppose they're a little bit, well, they're the religious leaders really who, who are kind of nitpicky, which is not very good for religious leaders. But yeah, in those days, sometimes, as you can see, they're not being very nice to Jesus, are they? So it's not really all about the Pharisees, although the Pharisees kind of got Holy Week rolling, didn't they really? Because they got it all started, but it wasn't going to a very good place, was it? Because we know what happened next. So is Palm Sunday all about the Pharisees? Not really. What's next? It's a P, okay? It's a P for a pet. Is it all about the donkey? Is it all about the donkey, Palm Sunday? What was a donkey used for? I nearly did, you know, I nearly did have a donkey theme going on this morning and I was going to do the donkey that took Mary to Bethlehem, although I realised it wasn't actually specified as a donkey. Um, And then I was going to go on to um, a donkey who talks in the Old Testament. That would have been really good. But um, anyway, so I didn't have a real theme on the donkey. But, But is it all about the donkey? What did the donkey do? Yes, what did the donkey do? Carry him around the streets. He did, didn't he? Is that what you're going to say as well? Carried him around the streets? Yeah? Yeah, yeah that's right. Good. Now, why, what right-thinking person would have a donkey carrying them to Jerusalem? Now, has anybody here been on a donkey? Was it good? Did the donkey go where you wanted it to go? Yes. Well, you must have had a better experience than me. Has anybody else here been on a donkey? Carol, we never doubted it. We never doubted it. Did you enjoy going on the donkey, Carol? Not really. My dad hit it on the bottom and it charged off with me on the donkey. (laughs) I have now a beautiful picture. I have a beautiful picture. Donkeys can be a little bit stubborn. Actually, my last acquaintance with a donkey was when we were in France and somebody, um, we had to pay, as you do, for borrowing this donkey, and they just left us to it, and my French isn't wonderful, the donkey won't move, you remember it, do you, Emily, you're perhaps a little young, but the donkey won't move wasn't in my French vocabulary, and we just stood there with this donkey, and they went back into, not the donkey, but the the person who hired the donkey, sorry Dave, I'm going to get in trouble here, the person who hired us out, the donkey, didn't realise that the donkey wasn't moving, and we stood there for about 30 minutes trying to Yoink. They can be like that. And this is a donkey that had never been ridden on. I mean, how did Jesus do that? I read, anyway, sorry, I digress. Is it all about the donkey? I mean, it's good. It's important that the donkey is there because not only is it a way of getting Jesus you know, into Jerusalem, but also it actually means something because 
Apparently, donkey is a sign of humility, and it's meant to show the kind of um, king that Jesus was going to be. So even though it's not all about the donkey, the Zechariah, I was going to call it Zechariah in honor of the Cameron's baby, but anyway, the Zechariah 9-9 bit talks about how, well, I can read it to you actually, and I think that's the next bit anyway, but it talks about in that prophecy, should we go on to the next one? In the prophecy, Zechariah, Zechariah 9.9, it says, Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation. He is humbled and mounted on a donkey, the colt, the foal of a donkey. What that means is he's basically on a donkey. And it's because it's like he's meant to show that he's being humble. He's not coming on a great big horse. Have you seen like really massive horses that people can come in and they look really powerful and really strong? But he just came in on a donkey. He was kind of on the level, because donkeys are quite low, aren't they? He was kind of on a, on a level with the rest of the people. Anyway, so is it all about the donkey? No. Is it all about prophecy? Which basically, I won't go into this, but basically in the Bible there were bits like Zechariah that came before the bits like we read this morning, and they said what was going to happen in Jesus' day. And Zechariah 9.9, which is one of the very endy books of the Old Testament, it said that the king was going to ride on a donkey. So all the people who were praising and waving their palm branches and things knew that this was something that was in the Bible. They knew that that it was expected that Jesus, well, somebody who was actually going to be their Messiah, their king, was going to come humbly. But they still didn't really quite get it. So prophecy helps, but it's not actually all about the prophecy. What's the next thing? Is it all about the plan? Who here has ever had a really good plan that works? Sometimes we have plans, don't we? And the very best laid plans really don't always work. But this plan that God had was to help people to get back into being in that right relationship with him because people had messed up and clearly the crowds messed up, didn't they? The Pharisees messed up and everybody messed up. But basically, God had a plan. And you can see Jesus, this is Jesus, by the way, looking at Jerusalem where the donkey's going to be taking him and he's thinking about the plan that God had for him because he had got a very good plan but it wasn't perhaps a plan that was very easy, clearly, for Jesus. Because do you know what happened? Do you know what happened after Palm Sunday? Do you know what happens next in Holy Week? If you'd been listening to Vanda's notices, you'd probably know what happens next. Do you remember? What happened on Thursday? Maundy Thursday. Do you remember what happened at Maundy Thursday? Does anybody want to tell me what, what the disciples did and what Jesus did? Yep, excellent. The Last Supper. Fantastic. Well remembered. That's brilliant, isn't it? The Last Supper. They shared together what was for them Passover meal. Yeah? That's right. <laughs> you can't remember, but the Last Supper. Bread yeah? and wine. Excellent bread and wine. They shared together bread and wine. And, and, and Jesus, who'd rode in on a donkey, which was kind of, kind of good and, and everybody was praising, but at the, he tried to explain to his disciples, didn't he? He said to them, look, I'm going to die, didn't he? Because on the Maundy Thursday, they shared together this meal. And we'll remember that here on Monday, Thursday. And he tried to explain to them what was going to happen on Good Friday. And, and you mentioned bread and wine. What actually do we um, think about on Good Friday? Does anybody remember what happened then? Yeah. He got killed, didn't he? That's right. He got killed. He got killed. How did he die? On the frost. Fantastic. He died on the cross. Well done. Excellent. He died on the cross, didn't he, for us, so that we could be forgiven. That was a plan. 
It doesn't sound like a plan that really is very good for him, but it's very good for us. But then what was going to happen after, what happened on the Sunday after Good Friday? He came alive again, didn't he? Is that what you're going to say? Yes. He came alive again, which is absolutely fantastic. So that was a plan, wasn't it? So although it looked like a really bad plan at the beginning, when he went towards Jerusalem and knew he was going to die, we celebrate, don't we? I mean, we've got to remember a bit of it this week because we've got to celebrate that, that even though that week, that journey, that path was horrible for him, that on Sunday next week we can come and we can celebrate and we can see that Jesus rose from the dead. So the plan was absolutely wonderful. So, I guess you could say that Palm Sunday is all about the plan. But I actually think it's probably more about the last one, which isn't a P at all, which is the king. Because Jesus rode in on a donkey. And he explained by that what sort of king he was going to be. He was going to be a king who served his people. He was going to be a king who died for his people. And we have a choice today to decide whether we want to follow that kind of king. Whether we want to say, Jesus, we love you and we thank you for what we're going to remember this week. We're going to remember this week that you died for us. You died on the cross so that we could be forgiven. So that we could know how much God loves us. And if we decide to do that, then we are truly following the best king ever. So that's our choice. We have that choice. And I pray that if you haven't already made that choice, that you will make that choice to follow the best king ever. Because that is the best plan I could ever recommend. So let's just pray. We thank you that we're at the start of Holy Week. We thank you that we can remember that you had the best plan ever for us that you would send Jesus to show your love. Jesus, that we can choose to be king of our lives. And we pray, Lord, today that we will know and accept you as our king, that we will welcome you into our lives. And we say we want to follow you, Jesus, and we want to love you. We pray that we will know that Jesus is close to us, And that we will be able to celebrate. Blessed is our King. In and through Jesus' name we pray. Amen.